What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. It's Rachel Silver Cohen and Dr. Boca. It's another episode where we have ditched the couch, we've grabbed the mic, we are breaking down all the wreckage. It's unpolished therapy time. Hey, Dr. Boca, good morning. Good morning, Rachel. How you doing? I'm good. Why do you sound so like melancholy? I'm trying to like channel my inner zen. I'm sure I will get more animated as the time goes on, but I'm just trying to reflect on the fact that it's Wednesday and we're on hump day and I'm trying to not lose sight of the moment in front of me. Oh. Okay. I I wish I had gotten the memo. I'm like coming in hot today. (laughs) Your salutation to me was so subdued and like just chill. It's like polished, not very unpolished. So, Well, only one of us can be unpolished at a time, I guess. uh, And maybe it was, if you're coming at me like this, maybe just my voice will calm you down. I give it five minutes, Rach. Like, let's be honest here. Okay, cool. Because I don't want to be the only type A lunatic (laughs) this morning. (laughs) And I don't know. I mean, you're so zen and positive and I don't want to come at you with... And another thing that I'm annoyed about. Go for it. Okay, so what the hell, right? So you know that in my day job, I'm on the phone all day long and more times than not, I'm leaving messages as opposed to getting a live human being on the phone. And we all know how annoying that is. But what happens is sometimes with these quote unquote gatekeepers, right? Who are like taking the message for the Wizard of Oz that I'm trying to get to. They'll be like, all right, well, let me take your name and number down. So I'll say, okay, my name is Rachel. whatever, And then they'll stop me and be like, okay, how do you spell it? Okay. So depending on my mood, I just spell it. Other times I'm like, what difference does it make? Or they're like, is it E-A-L? Is it A-E-L? I'm like, lady, I don't care how you spell it. You could tell him that the man in the moon is leaving a message. Take my freaking phone number. Have him call me back. You can spell it however. It's just, it bothers the hell out of me. And I would imagine, I know we call you Dr. Boga, but with Lori, do you sometimes get that too? All the time, all the time. And I was going to say to you that I love the fact that Starbucks feels so free to just spell my name any which way. And I chuckle sometimes because it's like, did you not go to school? Like you can't put those letters next to each other and expect it to make a word. Like how do you not know how to spell even one iteration of Lori? And they still can't do it. I'm like, did I slur my name? Did I put like an accent on it? Like help me understand how you didn't spell it correctly. But at the same time, they don't ask. And I love that they don't ask because it's irrelevant. I got my coffee. That's all I care about. It's just, it bothers me. And then it makes me think too about a name, like what's in a name, right? Like Mm. a name is such a powerful thing. I mean, it's your name for God's (laughs) sakes, right? So sometimes I think about when babies are born, like for instance, Walter, right? Like that's such a grown up name and it's just not a cute little baby name. And I wonder if your name, especially for boys, like this is your name from the second you are placed on this earth, right? And that is the name that you have until the day you die. That's a very, that, I guess as a parent, that's your first major responsibility to name a child. Like, does the baby come out and you're like, gee, he looks like such a Walter. <laughs> 
So it's funny you say this because when my brother was having his kids, it was like the cool name was Max. I know so many Maxes. And now I love that name. I think it's amazing. But all I pictured was an old man, like my grandfather, sitting on a bench next to a Walter or a Mm -hmm. Henry. And they're having with their hats on and their big oversized sweaters, throwing the breadcrumbs to the birds. And they're sitting there shooting the shit about their life in their 90s, right? And I was just like, how could you name your kid Max? Oh my God, all I see is grandpa, grandpa, grandpa. And now I love it. So I guess it's true that maybe we grow into their name or we get desensitized to it or something. I don't know. Walter! I mean, I mean, Walter. It's a hard name to say when you're climaxing, I'm sure, and it kind of takes away from the moment. Oh, Walter, Walter, oh, exactly. <laughs> Do me harder, Walter. Right. Come like, on, Walter, give right. it to me. I mean, I just don't know if a Walter can do that. And I'm sorry if anybody listening to this is Walter. I'm just working off of Rachel's choice of, right. blame of me, names. Blame but if it is your first parenting moment, then I might have had an epic fail because my son, I always believe you should have a hearty first name and not use a short form of it because if they became an attorney or they became yeah. famous, like you or have to president have a, of the United right? States. I was just going there, right? You want your name played and the way that you introduce yourself to be like really solid. And so I love the short version of my son's name, but I can't stand the long version of it. So my son's name is Josh and his biological name is Joshua. And to me, Joshua sounds like an Indian tribal because it has the wa at mm-hmm. the end, right? The ua. So mm-hmm. I never, ever, ever have called him Joshua. I only call, like it doesn't even roll off my tongue properly. When and you're I, angry at him, or when he was a baby, no. would you ever be like Joshua? No, because I called him Joshi, which apparently when they get to be a certain age, like that'll it's nay on the Y at the end of the name A. And I was like, okay. So I actually, when I'm mad, I call him him Josh. But on all parts, I failed because he actually likes his middle name better. Okay. And every single person in his life calls him by his middle name now since entering elementary school. And I know who knew him in preschool. They can't make the transition over to the middle name. They're like, he's always going to be Joshy to me, or he's always going to be Josh to me. So I made 800 epic fails on this poor boy's name, but I have allowed him to kind of do what he wants to do and identify with what he wants. And we probably will never call him Joshua. And I'm okay with that. Well, if he is the president of the United States, when he comes into the chambers and everyone has to rise and whoever says, hear ye, hear ye, you know, all rise, or whether he's a judge or the president or whatever, I highly doubt they're going to be like, please rise for Joshy, right? <laughs> That's a far cry from Josh or Joshua. But I agree. I mean, look, I'm a mom of two boys. So naming my kids was it was all hands on deck. And sure. I was open to everyone's suggestions. Although you don't have to know me well to know that at the end of the day, I, were making I was making call. that decision with my husband at the time. But it was always fun to be like, let's play the name game. Or when you would see someone who's pregnant and you'd say like, oh, do you know the name? Are you sharing? Are you not? Can we mm-hmm. talk about it? Some people get weird. They're very private because maybe they don't want, I always say all these yenta vaginas in their ear, <laughs> like giving their two cents. A lot of people, at least my contemporaries at the time, a lot of them 
based if they liked the name or they didn't like the name because they were school teachers in their early years. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I had a kid in preschool and he was so annoying and he was Mm -hmm. a so-and-so, so I can never name my kid that. And girls as well. To me, a boy name that you're gonna have forever about power and strength. And I guess for some people, sure, if there's any kind of religious symbolism Mm -hmm. to that from whatever their religious beliefs are and whether they read the Bible or the Torah or, you know, whatever, if there's some name that resonates with them. Um, To me, cadence was also a really important thing. Both of my children have a three-syllable first name. Okay. And I wanted their middle name to be one syllable. So it just flowed beautifully because to your point about what if they're a important figure in the world one day, whether they're a celebrity, whether they're the president, let's call it what it is. We all know that my married name is Cohen. That's, you know, fairly religious. So we have this sure. joke that if you ever become famous, we'll just lose the Cohen and you'll be this dominant three syllable, one syllable, powerful name forever. My kids are Benjamin Chase and mm-hmm. Harrison James. Now, we all know I'm a big, you know, nickname fan. So my kids have 17,000 nicknames. But names, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And talking about cadence, this isn't exactly cadence, but it is a funny story. My husband and I, a lot of times don't agree on this kind of stuff, right? And so we find out that my son is a boy or our son is a boy because he was part of this. And we're driving in the car. And all of a sudden, we both look at each other and we're like, I have a name. And he's like, I have a name. And I'm like, what is it? And he goes, and he goes, you tell me. And at the same time, we both said Simon. And we were like, oh my God, we totally just got this. And then we're driving for like another minute. I go, we can't name him Simon. And he's like, why? I go, oh, I know. Simon Feynman doesn't really work. Oh, very that's well. not what I was going to yeah, say. No. Simon Feynman. I Simon Feynman doesn't right. work. So right. we made that. And so then I saw him and he had this look in his eyes. And I was like, oh no. I go, you can have that for a middle name. And he goes, how do you even know what I'm talking about? I'm like, I know. And sure enough, I was right. Sure enough, it's his middle name. And sure enough, that's the name he goes by now. But I love it. I love it. I mean, it is what it is. And another one of your points, just because it is so... If you experience it and I experience this, I know that our audience is experiencing the same thing. My daughter was going to be... You know, in our religion, we name after the dead. Or at least if you're Ashkenazi, you name after the dead. And my father had passed away, so we needed an M. And I loved the name Marley. Loved it. But my nephew had a t-ball game and there was a Marley there who was running around like a crazy person and the mother's voice screaming this name. I got back from the game. I said to my husband, I'm like, we can't do Marley. We just can't do it. So it just I thought to you were you. gonna say, I thought you were gonna say because of that, what's the movie where the dogs the dog. Marley? <laughs> yes, um the Jennifer Aniston movie. Yes. I actually know a movie. Look at that. A lot of people named their dog Marley too. So that might have been another reason I didn't do I it. Know. But well, it really a- was this one. It really was. But that's another thing too that I just think is obviously you can't please all the people all the time, right? right. You can please some of the people some of the time. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but there's always going to be some type of, I guess, I don't know if mnemonic device is the right thing or just some kind of trigger Trigger. or it brings you back to. I get such a kick out of the fact that dogs are named human people names. Oh, yeah. There's Molly's 
and there's Walters and there's <laughs> Oliver's and there's Lily's and there's Lucy's. And yep. these are all like, I mean, all these names, my girlless had all these names. My grandmother, okay, her name was Molly. Every other dog yep, is now is named Molly. Molly. I know. So it's just interesting. My older brother had a dog growing up. His name was Fred. And I used to laugh so hard because it like Fred. Like that's not of a course. dog name. That's a that's a person's name. But they everything now is so incestual. And names, we have to really be careful. The other thing I want to ask you, I don't even know what the psychology on this is, but you're the doctor in the room, so maybe you do. I find it interesting. And I know that different names evolve over time. There's popular names that come in and out. And now we're all naming our kids Sophie's and Molly's and Esther's and all the names from, again, the Bible or a generational thing and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. But what about the names where I sort of get that girls now, we want to empower them and we want them to be strong and independent. So now we're giving them these quote unquote, boy names. Mm -hmm. There's Alex's and there's Teddy's and there's Charlie's and there's even Andy's and Brett's. Mm -hmm. And I know some of them are that shortened version Mm -hmm. of what the Andrea's and the Alexandra's and the Charlotte's and whatever. But conversely, explain to me how Dana and Tracy and Kelly and Jamie, well, I guess Jamie, I could see it could, could go both ways. But like, why is Tracy a boy name? Why is Leslie a boy name? Like, where were these moms and dads? When that baby came out, were they not thinking one day this kid might be the president? He might be a wrestler. Why Kelly? Like, when did that become Is that even a boy? boy? Like, is that yes. even... Oh, I didn't know yes. that. Rosie. Um, that, and I know maybe that's short for like Roosevelt or whatever. But like, and don't even get me started on the rivers and the <laughs> olives and like the axles and the whole food genre. <laughs> You know, avocado, which by the way, (laughs) avocado, okay, I'm completely going off tangent right now, but you know what's getting their five minutes of fame, which maybe this will become a name now, like like I'm naming my kid avocado. Avocado toast is like... Oh, it's everywhere. Oh, it's so famous. It's everywhere. I cannot... Dunkin' Donuts has avocado toast now. I know. And okay, so let's have a moment here about Dr. Boca and her unpolishedness. I did not realize that avocado toast, when I first had this, was toast with <laughs> avocado on it. Well, what? Oh my God. I what thought, pray tell did you think it was? No, I thought somehow they made the avocado into, into a toast. form that toasted and therefore mm. there was no carb in it. Oh, like cauliflower pizza? Yes. Like something along those lines is what I envisioned. And I was highly disappointed to come to find out that it's really just avocado 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 on a piece of bread. And like, how did this become something so amazing? Because we've had avocado on bread for a billion years. So Dr. Boca was very like shocked up by this because it was highly disappointing and really threw my head into a, a spin. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I mean, everywhere. the fact that Dunkin' Donuts is serving avocado toast, the next thing you know, it's McDonald's is going to have avocado toast. Wendy's is going to have avocado toast. Start we're going to be naming our babies avocado toast. Yeah, and, they're gonna, and we're going to be toasting it to the wine that they're selling there or some other crazy thing that they're going all 
fancy schmancy on us. So let me just go back to this because from your standpoint, and again, this is a good time to say this isn't real therapy. We want to protect Dr. Boca's license. So we're really just tossing around the ideas of, of names and how important a name is, but then how silly some names are that we just don't understand the psyche behind the person or people who have that important task of naming a human being. So Dr. Boca, I ask you, do kids or even adults for that matter in your practice that you say, do some of them come to the table or the couch in your case and have some issues with the fact that like they're named something very feminine and they're a boy or they're a girl and they have like this tough masculine name? And how important do you think our psyche is or is affected, I should say, by the name that we're given? So... It's interesting. I've never had an adult female say to me, I didn't like my more masculine name. As a child, they might have said that because they felt different. I've never had a woman in my practice say that to me, so I can't speak to that. It might be just something that, interestingly, I do think we grow into our name in a unique way, and we kind of figure out a way to... like rationalize. Right. And sometimes even rationalize, like we hated it as a kid, but now it's like a tough, cool name or, oh, it's trendy to have a boy name as a girl, whatever the case is. And I'm I'm using air quotes for boy, girl, because, you know, we're now very gender neutral. That's a whole nother podcast. Right. So I'm just, you know, air quoting for those who can't see it. Now, I did have one college student once who, a male who harbored on the fact that the name caused a lot of teasing in their life, which led to bullying. And that was really at the crux of the self-esteem issue that we were facing and the difficulties in relationships that we were dealing with. And when we went back into his life as to where did this come from, it was this embarrassment and the shame and also this anger that his parents, mother, father, whomever named him, didn't think about that like you were saying. Now, I do believe I've had moments, me personally, I've had moments where I have said my name or my kid's name so many times that it almost sounds weird. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, Lori, Lori, like you say it over and over and over yeah, again. You're like, yeah. wait, what is that? What even is it? It's like just a group of letters put together that make a sound. And like, that's my identity. So I have thought about it, which sounds like a little unpolished in and of itself. And I'm not sure if other people have had that experience. But I do think that it is such a big part of what we carry around all the time and what we bring to our relationships that if you don't have a good connection with it or a good association with it, it can be the root of certain angst that we have. I just have not had that experience. But I do remember as a kid wishing my name was something else. And every time we played school or something and I got to pick my name, I can assure you it was never Lori. How funny is that? And when you're saying it, and to the listeners out there, Dr. Boak and I were back on Zoom this week, and I just had the biggest smile because when you said that, for me, it was such a memory. Of course, no matter how much we liked or we didn't like our name, we always would fantasize about, oh, I wish my name was this, or I wish my name was that. My name growing up that I always wanted to be, (laughs) I wanted to be Jillian. Go figure. Oh, I love that name. Yeah, it's just a great name, right? It's a great name. Yeah, you were way more sophisticated than I was. Oh, well, please. I don't know about that. But I will tell you though now, as a parent, 
And my frustration to kind of bring it full circle when I leave messages and now the rocket scientist on the other end of the phone is asking me to spell my name. And that's another thing to take into consideration because between the Haley's and the Bailey's and, and uh, you know, the Jamie's and is it an IE? Is it a Y? Even uh-huh. Jane for that matter, J-A-Y or J- all of these names, Charlie with a Y and IE. Oh my God. You couldn't find the barrette. If you didn't oh, spell right. it normal, the you couldn't find the barrettes. The barrettes. I fr- or the mugs, for that matter. The mugs, right? the keychains, the bracelets, the barrettes. Like, you couldn't find anything. Why would you be that cruel to your child just to be creative? Well, I think it speaks to the fact that we as parents, we have no idea what we're doing. And I would suspect that new parents think that they're going to be unique and cool. And this is what's going to separate their child from everyone else. And no one's going to have the same name. But how many times then when it's the first day of school and the teacher is going through that roster and we're now taking attendance and it's not spelt right? Or how many times then as that poor little kid is growing up and they go to the doctor or they Mm -hmm. go to register for a class or anything or go to Starbucks for that matter, right? That no one is spelling their name right. Absolutely. It's crazy. But yet we all like to be unique and do it a different way. But yet we should consider these things. But you said something that was so interesting and it's so true and it's so universal is parenthood does not come with a playbook. And I wish it did. And I wish it had the rules because I am such a rule abider. I would follow all of them. But it just goes to show you that at our first real decision, we are still trying to figure it all out. And I would say that that is a, a core fundamental thing that happens in all areas of our life. And we don't embrace that we don't know what we're doing. And that's okay. Like, we're okay. We're going to live, even if their name, and even if that's going to be the issue that's going to put them on the couch eventually, that I gave them an I at the end of their name instead of the IE or the mm-hmm. Y, right? And mm-hmm. by the way, always air for the girls with an I because they can put a diamond to dot it on anything, any piece of jewelry. <laughs> that's, that was like my, my motto to live oh with. Oh my God. Um, I am such a boy mom and that <laughs> never would have occurred to me <laughs> at all. Just, you know, that scores you points, just so you know. But okay. the point being is we're really just making this shit up as we go. And if it's not the name, it's going to be something else. And if it's not that, then I painted their room the wrong color, or I fed them the wrong vegetable, or I picked the wrong sneaker at the store for that. It's like one after the other after the other. It's amazing that we're not on the couch with them, sucking our thumb, being like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing, right? Because we all fuck it up. We do. Wouldn't it be great though, is if we did end up on the couch with our kids sucking our thumbs, that we would have a therapist who would serve us avocado toast. <laughs> Right. Totally. It would just make everything better. Totally. Totally. I can assure you it will not be me serving you avocado toast. Maybe a glass of wine, but not avocado toast. Okay. Wow. And then maybe if I ever had more kids, we can name our kids Merlot or Pinot. I mean, like I'm Amazing. I'm surprised that that isn't a whole genre of names coming down the pipe now. Merlot and oh, come here, Pinot, you know, or come here, Grigio. I mean, again, well, the maybe, dog names. you know, Maybe they're dog names or maybe they're foreign names in Italy or France. My best friend in high school, if she's listening, her dog's name was Chardonnay. Oh, cute. Yeah. And now I understand that her mother must have been drunk 98% of the time. Totally. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but to name your dog Chardonnay, you must really like Chardonnay. Right. That is true. What is it that they say, Dr. Boga? I guess that Shakespearean line, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. But in this case, a name by any other name would it still sound as cool and would it be 
spilled as easily for others? I don't know. No, I don't think so. It would put them on my couch, right? At some point, at some way, we are going to fuck it up. And look, my son, he loves this name that he has, his middle name. I cannot wrap my head around calling him it. But if this makes him happy, by all means, go for it, dude. But let me tell you, if he becomes president and he uses this name, we're going to have a significant problem. We really are because they won't take him seriously. Yeah, it's funny. Well, maybe we could all use it to lighten up in the world. So who knows? Let's do this. Let's hope that he is on the path of whatever makes him happy. And if he does become president of the United States or some big celebrity in the public eye, we can address the name situation. Maybe he can just use a initial. I think initials are very oh, powerful. Awesome. Yeah. Right? And just sort of we can drop everything else and he can be either Josh or Joshua and then just a middle initial with a strong period and then his last name, you know. Or even drop the Josh and just use an initial. Apparently you can do that. A fr- like a first initial, middle name. You can do anything now. I All these rap stars can. that have you know, one word names and, and whatever. You can have anything be your name. So embrace it, go for it, pick your identity, follow it. Just an FYI to parents. And I happen to like this singer, but... Oh, I know what you're going to say. Oh, I, think. I don't know. Do you want to try? You, should we, yeah. I, well, you it. said singer. Uh-huh. And then you said, you know, you one. well, we're playing like, you know, a guessing game here. Yeah. You so said what singer. We, and then you said one name. And then no, I, where my head no. was going was how ridiculous some of these one name wonders are. Like, for instance... The weekend, and like he doesn't even spell it the right way. Like, who, what kind of name is the weekend that's not even spelt correctly? So, right, and for whatever reason, they have the artistic license to do I this. Yes, that isn't where I was going, coincidentally okay. enough. But that would be like memo two to the parents. Memo one would be Philip Phillips. Oh, right. Yes. Like, did you not? John Johnson. Of, yeah. Did you not think about this? Willie Williams. Like, I don't even know, but I know John Johnstone. Yeah, like, whatever it is, it's like, the worst. Just think about it, people. Just pretend you spent five minutes thinking about it, right? right? It will save the poor child many, many, many hours of torment. It will also give me more time to do a million other things other than... you'll have less patience? No, it will give me time to do a million other things rather than laugh at the stupidity of using the same name twice. Do you think like whoever the lady is at the hospital who gets to fill out the birth certificate or maybe it's like if I was a new mom and then the lady behind the counter was like, okay, you know, first name and you said, my baby's name is going to be Philip. Okay, great. What's the last name? Phillips. (laughs) Like, don't you think there's a responsibility on the lady who's like, the court recorder to be like, huh? Or like, are you, are you, sure? you sure? Or like, do you have a plan B? Or how about this one? Like, no, it's not. Like, that's not allowed. Like, you're torturing this child. So like, go back to the room, come up with the better again, and we'll try again in an hour. Look, I get it. Who am I to say that someone's name is not a good name? But I'm just saying in my experience, those children will grow into either very tormented young adults or extremely tormented midlife people. And they will go all the way back because I've seen it happen. They will go all the way back to my parents named me this ridiculous name. Were they on drugs, right? Like, were they even thinking? Did they even care? (laughs) Did they like to think past the minute that I popped out? No. 
five years from here? Did they not think we were going to make it to my fifth birthday? Like what was going on in their mind? No, those selfish bastards. (laughs) It's not one thing, it's your mother. There you go. (laughs) And on that note, I have to tell you, I am so proud of my name. This is been such a fun episode, Dr. Boca. Thank you for indulging me and just playing around with the name game because some names really are unpolished and we got to laugh at it sometimes. Nowadays, animals can be names, foods can be names, boy names can be girl names, girl names can be boy names, your name can be my name. This land is your land. (laughs) And what can I tell you? My name is Rachel Silver Cohen. I am proud of my name. I am proud to be here every Wednesday with Dr. Boca. Today, we have ditched the couch. We have grabbed the mics. We have broken down the wreckage of what is in a name. And Dr. Boca, thank you. I've laughed a lot today. It was fun. Yes, it was. I appreciate it. All right. We'll see everyone next week. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, if you want to tell us what your name is, if you're happy with your name, if you're unhappy with your name, if there's been any stories over the years through your adolescence where you've been tortured by your name or you've loved it and want to tell us the reasons why, please email us. We are at unpolishedtherapy at gmail.com. You can always shout out to us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at unpolished therapy. And of course, you can tweet us what your favorite names or maybe your least favorite names are on Twitter at untherapy. But from us here today, we thank you. Again, it's been another wonderful episode of Unpolished Therapy. We'll see you next week, everyone. Stay unpolished. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone, like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage. 